0: Episode 218 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. Um, so I did a blog post earlier. And if you want to check it out, it's it's accessible through my website, yamatat.com slash blog. Or you can go to Mockboy Media, M-O-Q, Boy Media at... No, shit, Sorry mockboymedia.wordpress.com um basically I just I saw someone post some bullshit like opinion of Ready Player One probably based on the movie preview that they saw and with having no prior knowledge of this property without reading it and just seeing like a bunch of nostalgia up on the screen, I can see how someone would have an averse reaction to that. However, their opinion was misinformed because they hadn't read the book. And, um, there's, (sighs) now I understand when people say, oh, the book was so much better because there's just a lot more detail that's missed out on when you see the movie. And. Or when you see a trailer for the movie. The movie's not even out yet. Um, but Ready Player One comes out March 29th. Uh, the. Uh, the. The author, Ernest Klein, aka Ernie Klein, aka the guy who wrote. Oh shit. I can't. Uh. Fanboys. Holy crap. My brain is scattered lately. Um, But, yeah, the guy who wrote Fanboys and who um, wrote Ready Player One and then his next book was called Armada and I read that and I love that too. So the person who was tweeting was saying, um, like, brought, brought, like, masculinity and hyper-masculinity into into it and just basically was like, boys are broken and yes, I agree a lot of men think incorrectly, irrationally and illogically and just straight up emotionally and um <laughs> I think boys are broken is a very emotional <laughs> very emotional thing to say and it's probably based on a lot of prior um knowledge of people who turned out they suck and they were terrible and they were a man and so it's like boys are broken they are macho it's like not all boys are macho not all dudes um want to shred the fucking waves and um I'm, I'm saying surfers are macho i mean they can be everyone every type of person can have a macho uh person in that group. Gamers. Um fucking people who work on their cars. Um people who cross stitch. Probably. There's probably like a cross stitching bro out there. It's like fucking check it out. I cross stitch some titties. (laughs) And you're like cool i guess like that's just for you you made it good work good job uh um but hypermasculinity is a poison on this earth and um everyone who's who's like arguing for for hypermasculinity and like divisions between s- like staunch divisions between masculinity and femininity are probably insecure about something else and and letting it ring out in how much they want to show everyone how little they feel. And how much they want to impress uh, themselves and each other. And they just want to impress you. Oh, you're not impressed with well, You probably didn't get it. <laughs> um, now, this blog post that I posted, I posted it without, without contacting the person, without even um tweeting in their thread but I or commenting on it but I did like one of the tweets and it was um basically just a generalization of how there's too there's too much like emphasis on masculinity these days and and it's importance in the world and the world is only what it is and where it is because of um the past, but progress is a real thing, and if people don't jump on board with progress, then you'll be left behind and feeling like the world doesn't understand me it's like, no, you don't understand the world hey, macho men out there hey, NRA and NRA TV, fuck you because like Uh, Respectfully, you're wrong Like, the way you've been taught is wrong And, um To believe that there's some Uh, some Privilege and precedence Man, that I When I thought of that, I was like Whoa, that's some pretty good alliteration Um But there is, there's privilege and precedence And, um because things <clears throat> were one way or are one way, people rail against any form of change. People are terrified of change. And if you tell, especially if you tell a macho man or some hypermasculine bullshit, toxic piece of shit, fucking asshole, Hey, um, it's not all about you and uh, women are worth it and they should be paid the exact same as men and, like, people will lose their shit, and it, it, uh, doesn't make any sense, but what I'm trying to get at is that the blog post that I posted was pretty well thought out and also just driven by a need to, um, expand understanding, expanding understanding, uh, oh shit, privilege and precedence? There's privilege and precedence, expand your understanding, um... Make sure, make sure what you're doing doesn't it doesn't leave the world demanding. Um, I, there's a song there, there's something there. I'm not gonna write it down right now because I'm doing the podcast. But <clears throat> actually, I might because I have this notebook right next to me. <laughs> there's privilege and precedence. Expand your understanding. Try and leave the world. Without, no wait, try and make your mark without try and uh, fuck try and make your mark without a need for uh, that last part but the first couple parts are good alright, Pri- there's priv- uh, privilege there's privilege and precedence There. Ledge. D-G-E? Fuck. In precedence. Expand your understanding. Expanding understanding. Expanding understanding. Understanding... Um, will greatly increase the chances no, will greatly decrease the chances of um, Twitter reprimanding Mm. there's privilege and precedence expanding understanding will greatly reduce internet reprimanding Will greatly reduce <laughs> Internet reprimanding. So, um, I'll leave that for later, possibly. <clears throat> um, so part of the 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 blog post, I I just basically was like, this is who I am, this is what I do, but also, toxic masculinity, or hyper masculinity, is a poison to this nation. Oh, I also talked about um, monogamy and polyamory and how I think monogamy at this point is silly. It's silly. Uh, to go, you are mine and only mine, and then for the other person to say, "Yeah, and you're mine and only mine. We're ours. No, 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 no one else, no one else." <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Oh man, like, and and that's not to say that everyone should just fuck each other because that's the that's the hypermasculine response to any, um, sort of other take on monogamy. Polyamory isn't just, like, there's a fuck club, and everyone goes to the fuck club and goes and fucks, and everyone who goes there should be ashamed of themselves because it's against God, and fucking is against God. Well, it's not, because (laughs) it's a big part of who we are, and, I mean, if he's out there, and if we're, if we're, like, being as good to people as we can, and also sometimes we do it. Then, what is the ultimate harm? Especially if there's, um, if the boundaries are set forth beforehand. Now I'm saying this, and I'm like, I think I'm polyamorous, um, and I the reason I think that and don't know it yet, is because I haven't had a lot of, a lot of uh, dating opportunity. I'll just say it. I, I go on the dating apps here and there, but mostly I'm trying to just think myself out of this situation I'm in with the whole, um, deal of ending all homelessness. Like, I really, 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 really want to get started on that. And I have started a lot of it. And... have a couple people who are willing to help me make a video for a Kickstarter Indiegogo, and it's going to be the biggest crowdfunding thing you've seen in your entire life, because we're going to end all homelessness, and that's going to be fucking dope. In the meantime, I, uh, in the blog post, I asked about, or I asked for help through Venmo, just anything you can. Anything anyone can, please help. Because my Venmo is Doug-Culp, and if uh if anyone out there is listening and can help, please do because I need to get I need to get around. I have like a dollar left in my checking account and uh, you know, short shortly after I, I posted it, um my friend Leanne Donated ten dollars to my Venmo. Thank you, Leanne. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's gonna help me get some get some gas tomorrow. I'm not moving my car at all today. Actually, maybe. Oh, shit. If I drive somewhere, I could run out of gas, and I don't have money to replace that gas. What the fuck do I do? Do I just keep laughing last? And also... Uh, a very, very important part about me being able to have gas, to be able to drive my car, to be able to pay my monthly um, car insurance, which is like 30 bucks, and it turns out to t- comes out to be like 35 bucks or something after seeing how much I've driven, because it's a pay-per-mile program, and... Um, and it's like hey, don't drive a lot like, come get cheap ass insurance with us and I'm like, yeah, that sounds very appealing, thank you what the hell this dude is watching his dog almost shit but I think the dog is like not sure of what it's doing I don't know, it's some weird harness oh, maybe the dog's back legs are injured I didn't even think about that just now but it's kind of a bummer to look at don't look at it don't watch that video it's not a video it's i'm just seeing it in real life right now um so hypermasculinity is dumb um uh, monogamy is a lie and cute it's cute it's so cute <laughs> you're mine forever just mine only mine forever and ever if you ever see anyone that you're ever attracted to ever in your life, just suppress it because you're mine. <sighs> <laughs> Whew. Um And that's not to say that um, great people didn't come out of monogamous relationships. I, I think I'm kind of cool and uh, my parents are monogamous and they're together, but... I mean, sometimes I'm like, if they got divorced, I would understand it. Because sometimes I see them just interacting with us or each other. And I'm like, cool. They are my parents. <laughs> they certainly are my parents. Um, and I love them unconditionally. I love you, Mom and Dad. If you hear this, don't think I think anything less of your union. I just think monogamy as a whole is kind of silly. Um, it's very antiquated. It's, 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 uh, it's been a thing for a super duper long time. And you know, the, the government gets involved and they're like, Oh, you want your holy union, uh, blessed by us. Then we will give you a tax break. Ooh, a tax break. Oh, you had another kid? Here's a tax break. Ooh, another tax break. Now, those things could still come to people who are polyamorous, but it'd probably just come from, like, the kid thing. Because the the whole thing with marriage is, it's basically locking that person in to um, wherever and however you are. And you're like, you're mine forever, mine forever. We are each other's forever and ever and ever. Oh guys, okay, so speaking of mine forever, yours forever, forever and ever and ever. Do you know anyone out there who has a combined social media account with their significant other? Because I know a couple I know a couple of people who have combined social media accounts and my my where I stand with that is I don't think those people trust each other. Or there's mistrust on one end, and then the other person is grossly uh, mistreated by saying, No, your identity is now our identity. We are one, so we will be one in fun and for everyone. (laughs) It's creepy, and it's clingy, and it's fucked up monogamy and you and everyone listening here's like if there are people listening i'm not assuming that people are listening to my podcast i just see the stats sometimes and it looks like people are listening um but yeah monogamy is like it's 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 pointless at the at the end of this life when we just die and then i mean Like what is what is after this? No one knows a hundred percent for sure, with uh, like a hundred percent certainty. What's after this? And um, it's fun to think about. It's fun to think about the simulation theory. It's fun to think that um, if there if there is a God and a Jesus out there, that like in my opinion, they're running the simulation. Like why not? Why the fuck not? And that's a movie right there. That's a movie I could write. Um, I was texting with a, a this gal earlier, and uh, <laughs> we were talking about movies. And um, she was like, "What's a movie that you you've that you want to make?" I think. And because um, I haven't finished a, a movie screenplay, just. TV scripts, 10 of them. I've written 10 TV scripts with nothing at stake just because I wanted to write them. There was no competition. There was nothing driving me to, to write it besides me going, I fucking want to see this so bad. And three of the scripts that I wrote are spec scripts. So I'll never see those things. But there were some things that I wrote in those spec scripts that I fucking predicted stuff that happened in the shows. AKA, being human, the show, her. EG, I'll say EG, not AKA, because AKA is, if you, if you overuse it, it'll become LOL, and then it's just LOL, 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 no one even sees laughter, it's just like LOL, LOL, um, but, 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 uh, EG, fuck, my train of thought just went way off the rails, um because I was correcting myself oh yeah movie movie script so I haven't written a movie script but I have written 10 script TV scripts three, three of them are spec scripts for one for being human which was on sci-fi um, I wrote a spec script for season 4 episode 1 sometimes Sally always comes back um, that's available on my blog you can read it I, I posted it up there anyone can read it I also, uh, wrote a spec script for Preacher, season one, episode five. Because after watching episode four, I was like, what? And I had so many ideas with where it could go, and so I wrote them all, and it turned into a script, and I was like, fuck, this was really fun. I don't even care if none of this makes it to the screen, I'm just really happy that I was able to write this, and that I wrote a fucking full, um, hour-long TV show script. Uh, my my, Being Human one is an hour long as well, um, and then the another the other the third spec I wrote is for the Grinder, which was a show on Fox. which had Fred Savage and Mary Elizabeth Ellis, who was the waitress on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, Natalie Morales, um, Steve Little. Oh shit! I'm blanking on um, Rob Lowe. <laughs> the fucking titular character the the grinder from within the grinder anyway if you haven't seen that show just watch it it's one season and i i watched the whole first season and then i wrote a season two episode one because i went you know what this show could keep going for easily five more seasons and it's funny as hell and it's tightly written and it's a really fun show so that's why I wrote a spec for that. And then the other shows I've written were... I wrote a, um, a sitcom, two episodes. I wrote another sitcom, one episode. I wrote a cartoon, two episodes. And me and my two friends wrote a zombie pilot. Which is way cooler than The Walking Dead. The original Walking Dead. I love Fear the Walking Dead. And I'm lukewarm when it comes to The Walking Dead. And, um, you know, it became the Rick show featuring zombies and then it was, uh, you know, it's like just people fighting people, which is interesting and like would happen in a post-apocalyptic, um, hellscape, but also zombies. Like you should have more zombies in your fucking zombie show because zombies, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because The Walking Dead is all about zombies, but it's super about people, and it's, like, interesting, but Fear of the Walking Dead is way better. If you're going to watch one or the other, watch Fear of the Walking Dead. And, um, I guess a character... This is a spoiler for anyone who watches Walking Dead, so cl- plug your ears for the next 10 seconds, or 30 seconds, but uh, one of the characters from Walking Dead is going to crossover onto fear the walking dead and i'm excited for that because fear the walking dead is a way better show it's way more dread way more zombies and way more surprise and um i i'm happy to see that and where it could go um i'm caught up on i'm caught up on x-files i i i uh, shit dude that last episode was crazy because of because of the people involved the characters involved but also the the story was really fun like holy shit I'm not going to give it away for anyone who hasn't seen it but um yeah X-Files watch it if you're not watching it and if you don't want to watch it don't watch it if you if you're listening to this and you're like I don't agree with X-Files then all right fine cool um but if you want to watch it, it was fucking dope. Corporate is also really, really good. It's one of my favorite shows, and they got picked up for a second season. I know a couple of the dudes who work on it, dudes and dudettes. <laughs> I know a couple of the people who work on it and, um, and who are and who are on it, and it's really, really fucking cool to see them just tearing... tearing um corporate America a new asshole. Just being like, listen, corporations are stupid, and we're gonna show you how fucking stupid. And in the meantime, they're working their jobs, and paying their lives, and wanting to die all the time. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty accurate to working in an office. Because <laughs> when you're working in an office, anyone who's listening to this could probably uh, attri- or um, relate. is when you're working in an office, there's just this overwhelming feeling of like, what the fuck... What the fuck is this all for? Like, what, do, what am I working here for? What are they working here for? What is this corporation for? What is this company for? Because Citizens United says that corporations are people. And we all know that that's bullshit. But, it's still a law on the books, which means corporations have money, and that equals speech, and then so then corporations are people. You know that the person who drafted that wasn't wasn't thinking, "Hey, you know corporations get a really bad rap I think I think that people would understand us more if we just let them know that we have their best interests in mind because we are people we are run by people, so technically we are people no <laughs> people are people corporations are businesses set on only making money no matter what bottom line we need to make more money so luckily and fortunately um <laughs> cause I don't I really don't believe in luck I, I believe in fortune like oh that's very fortunate like that's nice that this happened but to call it luck is to um <sighs> wave a fuck to, to call fortune luck is to say that some people are luckier than others and they're not no one is lucky people are only fortunate and it's really cool and really awesome that some people are able to make TV shows and movies and video games and board games and and all these forms of entertainment that I'm also working on but I'm working on it on my own. Like, I don't have any representation. I need a manager, I think. I think a manager would be the most, most important and first um, contact that I would need to have to be able to get myself out of this crazy-ass hole of a situation. But another part... Whoa. Another part of me thinks that I could go through the rest of my life trying to entertain, do what I do, um, a la carte, you know, I, I will be my own manager, I'm the point of contact, my email is not easy to find, I've made it that way, it wasn't on purpose actually, it was just back when emails were first coming around, I, uh, I made one up, I made one up that was based on, um, a joke that I used to pull on some friends back in junior high. That's, and, uh, that's what happened. And so then I, I get emails sometimes that are, that are like, blah, blah, blah. Is that you? I know it was you. And I'm like, motherfucker, you're not even calling me by my, by my name there. There's a spoiler. Motherfuckers. Um, um, but yeah I'm like I'm like oh no I don't want people to get my email my name is Doug Culp I'm doing all these things here's my website here's my podcast I hope you like it um, but yeah my podcast <coughs> email is Podcast at gmail.com anyone can email into it um, only if you have and that's chill cause again entertainment is subjective and We're only going to respond to the stimuli in our stimuli lives if if it affects us on some level. And hopefully the art that I'm making and the shit that I'm making and the plan to end homelessness that I'm making will affect a lot of people in a positive way. That's the only thing I can hope to come out of the things that I make is that it will affect people in a positive way. Whether that's them laughing, whether that's them, um, being, um, enthralled with whatever story, enthralled. You guys, I write a lot of enthralling content, <laughs> I couldn't even get that sense out. Hey, who's enthralled? Who's enthralled right now? I am titillated. I am so titillated that I want to know what happens at the end of this story. Um, I hope people want to know what happens at the end of my story, and... Uh, I mean Fortune Fortune willing <laughs> uh, The end of my story Won't be for a very long time And um, I hope to keep Making things and putting out Entertainment for the world For the rest of my life And I hope you know that I hope you as a listener know and feel in your heart and head that I'm in it to entertain and I'm in it to entertain for the rest of my life. Like, I don't want to stop. I never want to retire. Retiring sounds like the most boring fucking thing in my in my life. Now, if I had enough money to, say, not work for a few months and take a month off to go traveling somewhere and just hang out with people I meet or friends that I know in other places that would be dope as fuck, but I'm not going to stop working. And, uh, I suppose that the want to never stop working and never stop putting, uh, content and, uh, and funny, funny, funny bones and, and whatever else out into the world is driven by, um, well, it's, it's ultimately driven by capitalism and that we live in a capitalist society and that if I want to stay healthy, then I'm probably going to have to have some money to, uh, certainly get to my doctor's office, which is pretty far. And I was, I've been promised like Lyme disease medication if like, and then I can get it administered. At his other office, like, because they can't just come find me at my car. (sighs) Because that's weird. That's weird. That's uncomfortable. Oh, you're homeless. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so who should I talk about it with? Myself? Um, the podcast? Um, every social media outlet that I have? It's, it's almost, it's almost exclusively. The way that I can talk about it without people getting uncomfortable. And the fact of the matter is that more and more people are becoming homeless. And I want to stop it. I want to end homelessness. And I have a plan to do it. And if if I could... Have me on your podcast. If you are listening to this and you have a podcast, have me on your podcast. Have me on your, podcast, me on your show have me on your whatever the fuck you do and we can talk about it. Talk more in depth about it and you can see, you'll be able to see in real time, whoa, that's an amazing idea. Because I've told this to a handful of people. I'd say like eight to ten people and they're all people that I like trust who... Sometimes in a very short amount of time, I'm like, this person is chill as fuck and they're not going to go like running their mouth and talking about this, um, to anyone because I've, first of all, when I talk about it, I'm like, I haven't put this up on any social media and any specific details, so please don't talk about it. I preface it and those who, those whom I've told have had a literal, reaction happen right in front of my face, which is on their face. And I can tell that they also think it's a really cool, really great idea. So again, if you're out there and you have some sort of any semblance of, um, influence or, um, you know, voice and please give me more of a voice. Because right now, I'm not voiceless. Because I have my podcast and I have social media stuff. And I'm, like, staying in the in the zeitgeist. I'm staying in everyone's fucking face. Plastering my situation and my jokes all over the place. So I can be like, yo, I'm still here. I'm still alive. Still very much wanting to be a part of the this entertainment thing. And at the same time... Um you know, I'm going and I'm playing video games sometimes and I'll eat pizza that stretches out to four or five days. And, um, part of, part of the strategy there, by the way, if you're wondering is get some garlic dipping sauce for your crust because the next day or the next, next day, the crust is going to be the hardest part to eat. But if you got garlic sauce all over it, man, that's good. That's how to make $8.75 stretch over five days is, you know, be prudent, but also be poor and homeless as fuck and have everyone get uncomfortable when you talk about your homelessness with them. Um, so (laughs) I'm, I'm happy you listened if you did and please tell people about this show. Please tell two people about this and, um, rate this on itunes or whatever platform you're listening to this on give it five stars and then in the review put something like help this guy not be homeless let's hear this guy out um let's hear this guy's plan to end homelessness this guy has a plan to end homelessness um this homeless guy has a plan to end all homelessness in the entire world put him on your show Because right now, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I have certain comedian friends who I think are my friends, um, but they look at me a different way, as if to, as if to say, oh, well, you, you're, I mean, you don't have a home right now, so you are a piece of shit, or you don't deserve happiness, or you are not important enough for me to think about right now or ever again because I have my own shit that I'm worried about and I need to stay on my own shit and you know it's weird it's a weird feeling like uh multiple multiple passing passing off of hey I'd love to have you on my podcast all right I'm really busy Um, get back to me uh, or, or maybe another time. Sometimes it's not even maybe another time. I'm just really busy right now. Sorry. I'm like, cool. So no plan, no, no effort to even plan to maybe talk with me for maybe an hour about comedy and about art and about music and about beautiful things that we all love. No, no. Is it because I'm homeless? Probably. Is it because I haven't gone through any of, uh, any of the, um, programs? The fucking, you know, the, the UCBs, the IOs, the Second Cities, the, the Groundlingses, the, 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 uh, I paid into this, so you should also pay into this, and then you can maybe get a show, and then you can maybe get a, um... Uh, podcast sponsorship or be in um, record in this studio because I'm recording this in my car right now I'm living in the back of my car actually currently I'm in the front seat but I have two um, <laughs> pizza box lids from previously eaten pizzas up to block the sun from my from my uh, windshield I need to get one of those uh, solar shields again my windshield and I had one from the dollar store a while ago and it fell apart pretty quickly and that was um, disheartening so I'm here you know I'm here and I'm ready to entertain and I'm ready and I'm steady and I'm fucking just I'm ready to go so reach out to me and let's, let's entertain the world but also let's end homelessness could anyone out there who's listening to this help me, um, amplify my voice, this isn't even the part of me asking for money, this is just me going, hey, you do this thing that I also do, and I've been doing it for like over four years, and I'd love to do your thing, and maybe we could talk, and people could get to know who I am, um, that would be dope, please plug me in, please, um, shout me out to whoever you want, wherever you want, and just please help. Um, Also, if you want to Venmo me, it's Doug-Culp, C-U-L-P, and Venmo me any amount you want. All I've been asking for is like um, $0.14, $4.20, $0.69. But if you can, and if you want to, please do but more importantly tell two people about this show tell two people that you know about this podcast rate it on iTunes or wherever you listen to it give it five stars and in the review please put something like help this guy quit rambling into his phone so that we can get real guests again like when he interviewed Meredith from the American Office uh yeah that's in my back catalog if you're listening to this right now and you didn't know that and you want to go listen to it check it out Another comedian who's been on here, Hampton Yunt. He is the voice of Crow T. Robot on the New Mr. Science Theater 3000. He also has an awesome podcast with my friend Dave Ross, or buddy Dave Ross, uh, called Suicide Buddies. And it's hilarious, and it's super cathartic, and it's really, really good. So go listen to that. Um, another episode that I have previously interviewed, Baron Vaughn who is currently in three TV shows and just got a fourth TV show. Uh, he, it, he plays Tom Servo on the new Mystery Science Theater 3000. He's in Grace and Frankie. He's in corporate. And he's got a new show coming out called The New Negroes, which is a stand-up show. And I haven't seen it yet. And I'm I'm, like, bummed that I haven't seen it yet. And at the same point, I'm like, I am also working on my own stuff, trying to... <laughs> But, I I mean, there's a a lot of anxiety that I've um, come across in the last few months of being homeless as fuck and trying to live my life in a semi-normal way. And the anxiety comes from, if I leave this parking spot, and if I leave the car tent, I might not have a place to park tonight, so that means I won't have a place to sleep tonight. And then a lot of the time... Uh, that I take going around and finding a parking spot takes gas. Oh, another thing that I found out, uh, like a month ago is I just looked down at the bottom at, at my car, and the back tires are mostly bald. So every time I drive, my car is rear wheel drive, it's a stick shift, and every time I drive, my car is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay! Like, I've, uh, I've taken it on the freeway, um, not that much, but in the last couple months, I took it on the freeway, and holy shit, man, like, it is, it is not freeway friendly, and it's because while, while my car, while my car is trying to accelerate, it's also trying to grip the road, but the baldness on my tires, and they're not completely, completely bald, but, on both on either side of each back tire completely bald in the middle there's some traction left and that's because that's the part that hits the road the most often while already driving and yeah so i bet i bet all the pressure spreads out to the sides of the back tires when i go into first gear and fucking start driving this devolved into me talking about my car. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Forty-four minutes in. Um, I don't. I don't think I have much else left to say. Uh, fuck you, Periscope. It just suggested, "Hey, you want to watch Shronald Frumpf approve uh, the new." Tariffs for steel and aluminum? No, that sounds stupid and fucking dumb in this country. Ooh, okay, a little tiny rant here at the end. This country is spiraling. The the steel and aluminum tariffs are fucking ridiculous. The solar um, tariffs are fucking ridiculous. And Schronel Frumpf is fucking ridiculous. If you're listening to this and you like Schronel Frumpf, then I don't have anything left to say. Like, I, I think he's a horrible human on all fronts, and I think he only cares about himself. Doesn't even care about his family. Cares about himself and the name, Shrumpf. Like, I bet I bet he didn't watch the Panama Shrumpf Tower um, crowbar his name off of the front. Because he probably wouldn't be able to take it. Like, he's hes one of the most insecure humans I've ever heard of in my entire life. And it's also sprung a lot of insecure humans to go, oh, oh, The 50s were better! Oh. And then you're like, no, you are a stupid human. You are insecure. Um, monogamy, is, monogamy and toxic masculinity are a poison in this society. Ready Player One is a dope-ass book and a dope-ass story which is being turned into a movie that comes out on the 29th. There's a challenge being put on by the author, which, if you, I mean, it's already been revealed. It's already been won. There was a contest that I found in Ready Player One, the book, um, with without looking it up or anything, I just wondered holy shit, would would this author have had the presence of mind to put a contest in his book about a contest? And he did, and I found it, and I found the website, and I fucking um, went through, and I did the first challenge, which took me a while. It was a pretty hard game. And there's a second game, which was um, text-based, and I... I got lost, I got lost, and I didn't know where to go, where to keep going, so I just kind of, like, stepped away from it for a little bit. And and I, apparently people are still playing this challenge as they find it, because people are, I saw someone post a thing from uh, the original book challenge, and it's this game that looks crazy cool, and I don't know who made it, but it's part. It's the. Th- I think it's the third challenge, and then you get to the egg. The egg's got to be a whole other challenge. Maybe the thing that people have been posting, or I saw a couple people post. <sighs> anyway, really awesome book. If you haven't read it, check it out. Especially if you love video games, and especially if you love, you know, movies like Star Wars and virtual reality. And uh, that's not a movie, but you know, virtual reality is a thing that people love. And um... Uh, buh, 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 buh. Please Venmo me. Please Venmo me anything you can. Um, $0.42, $0.69, $4.20, $1.69, $2.69, $3.69, um, $4.20 for sure. Uh, but yeah, I love you all, and thanks for listening, and hope you got something out of this, because I think I did. Um... I'm glad to be able to put this out there to the world every week. If I could do it more than once a week, I might. I might have like little missives or little uh, um impressions here and there, just separate shows altogether, but I uh you could see it if you go back in my back catalog of episodes that it's not all just me talking to Mike. It's it's uh sometimes me listening to a record. Side side A and then side B, or side 1 and then side 2, depending on the publisher, depending on the record label. I don't know who decides what if it's A and B or 1 and 2, but different records have that. Did you know that? Uh, I talk about it sometimes when I talk about some of my favorite albums while I listen to them and talk over them, hoping that they won't like come after me and be litigious and be like, You can't fucking show our music on your podcast, because... I'm like, I'm just appreciating it and hoping that I can get the word out for other people to appreciate it. Um, Yeah, so, uh, be well, everyone. Um, Play video games. Watch something cool. Uh, 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 Keep listening to this. Please, subscribe. Tell two people about it. I keep repeating myself, but I'm like, it's because I'm trying to end the episode. It's like 49 minutes in. Um, yeah. So, thanks again. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp, and I'll come up with the episode title later. Later.